everyone. Welcome to or welcome back to Unpacking Potato, the podcast where I, Henny, the self-proclaimed potato, unpack a variety of different topics. For today's episode, I wanted to talk about confidence and listening to your gut. (laughs) I've definitely been in a position before where I didn't trust my gut feeling and I didn't listen to my intuition and all these things. And I've definitely been on a bit of a uphill battle trying to gain those things back, um, confidence and trusting myself and all that. So I thought it would be good to talk about. But before we get started on that topic, let's first do our mindful moment. So bring your attention to your face and bring it to your jaw. Unclench your jaw. Unstick your tongue from the roof of your mouth. And maybe give your jaw a little bit of a massage if it's feeling tight. And move that attention up your face, to your temples and your eyes. Give your temples a bit of a massage while you close your eyes if you can. And look side to side, up and down in a big circle. And let's move up to your forehead and your eyebrows. Relax your eyebrows. Give your forehead a little bit of a massage with your fingertips. Trying to release that tension. Try to make it melt away. And now bring your shoulders up to your ears. Squeeze, 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 squeeze. And relax. Roll them back. And bring those shoulders back up to your ears again. Big squeeze. And relax. Roll them again. Move your neck side to side. So your right ear to your right shoulder. Give it a gentle stretch. And then the other side, left ear to left shoulder. Come back up. Deep breath in. Hold. And out. and hold. Good job. So this week I was watching Parks and Rec as one does. I had it on in the background while I was doing some other things. If you have not seen Parks and Recreation, I highly recommend it. Um, I would suggest trying to make it past the first season. I kind of like The Office. I didn't get into it right away, Um, but I actually think it's better than The Office. Might be a... (laughs) (laughs) unpopular opinion I don't know Um, but yeah it's very much that style of comedy and I really enjoyed it um, to have in the background while I'm doing other things and it was the episode where April goes to visit a school um, for veterinary medicine and she basically talks to Anne about not wanting to do it anymore and Anne is like how do you get your gut like how do you know how do you make this life altering decision and April's like I just listened to my gut and my gut's always right so that's how I made that decision and Anne's like how do you get your gut to talk to you and uh April says you don't get your gut to talk to you your gut's always saying something you just have to listen and I just thought it was so relevant um to so many different experiences that I've had of trusting myself and my intuition and my gut feeling um so I thought I want to talk a little bit about that and then link that with confidence I think there's a lot of reasons why we forget how to listen to our gut. Um, I think we all start out knowing and then slowly 
that trust slips away. And I think the reason I wanted to talk about it in conjunction with confidence is because I feel like it's very similar with confidence. Um, I had a thought while driving. I always get my best thoughts while driving. (laughs) For other people, it's the shower, but for me, it's while I'm driving. And I recorded this little voice note about my thoughts. I really love metaphors. I don't think I've used that many metaphors in my podcast episodes just because they haven't come up as much. But in my therapy life and my regular life, I really love metaphors because I think it's a great way to gain some perspective and to look at different points of view and stuff like that. Um, So this is the little metaphor that I thought about on confidence, and I think it goes hand in hand with listening to your gut. So my metaphor goes like this. I think that when we are born into the world, particularly women, um, because I want to talk from the experience of women because I am a woman, um, I think that we're like this little seed and we sprout into the in, up from the earth like a flower. Um, when we sprout, we start with the stem, though some leaves happen, and then we bloom into this beautiful flower. Um, I love flowers. I all my tattoos are flowers. <laughs> so that's that's where my mind goes. Um, and when you become this flower is when you become more aware of the world, you start to be able to talk, you see the world, you make your own um, thoughts, and you start recognizing feelings and all these things. Like, so basically, like when you're a toddler, and you're like this full fledged flower. But once you start, you know, going to school, interacting with other people, interacting with society, really, you start getting your petals stripped away just one by one. It can be an ad on a diet pill or an ad with a supermodel on it that looks like a Barbie doll body type that's just not yours. It can be um, a heartbreak from a boyfriend you had in middle school. It could be a teacher putting you down in class because they had a bad day and you were talking and they just took it out on you or whatever. I'm really, I'm thinking of things like real life examples that either I've experienced or like my clients have told me um, little parts of their life that they remember that was just like, what the heck, like that just put them down in weird ways. So yeah, it could be any of those things. And I think as we go through life, our petals just get stripped away one by one. And I see our our petals as being our confidence, our self-worth, our intuition, all these, all these good things. Um, And we come to a point in our life where we either have no more petals at all, um, it's been completely stripped away, uh, or we have like maybe one left. And if you've, if you're a flower and all your petals are stripped away, you're basically just like the green stem. And once you become this green stem, you don't know how it happens because it happens so gradually and so that you don't notice it happening. And one day you look in the mirror and you're just like this green stem and you're like, okay, well, I'm a green stem. That's cool. And then you go through life being that and you start forgetting that you had petals to begin with and you start thinking that you're like a totally different plant (laughs) and you're like well I'm not a flower and then you just go through life and you see other flowers in your life and they have all these petals and it's luscious and beautiful and you're like how come they get to be like that and I'm like this that's so weird Um, but you're okay with it because you're alive and you're still like growing little leaves and still growing in little places and, um, 
growing taller, but for some reason your petals are just like constantly gone. And you're like, that's so weird that I don't have petals. And then one day you realize, oh yeah, I was a flower this whole time. And I don't know what happened, but my petals aren't there anymore. I'm going to try to grow them. Maybe you meet another flower who tell you that, oh yeah, I was in your shoes once and I had no petals and I had to work really hard to get them back. And you're like, oh, that's possible. Like I can grow them back. Like you didn't even realize. And so you start asking them like, what do they do? And they're like, well, I took care of myself daily. I made sure I drank lots of water and I got lots of sunlight and I was, you know, doing, giving myself all the nutrients that I needed to grow in a healthy way. And then I made sure I was in a place with lots of healthy soil um, and put myself in an environment where I would thrive. And then so you think, okay, so I should do that too. Like maybe I can try that. So you start watering yourself and that could be anything from like going to therapy, literally drinking water because I know all of you out there are not hydrated enough. (laughs) So right now go get a glass of water. Um, It can be just like doing some inner work in terms of like looking at past traumas or your past um, history and just seeing if there's anything in there that you need to unpack with a therapist or whatever. It could be listening to podcasts like this to try to listen to other people's experiences. It can be anything, right? And then so you go through this journey of growing your petals back to regain that confidence, to regain that trust in yourself. And it's a grueling process and it takes time. It's not going to be overnight. Um, But yeah, I I thought of this metaphor because I think it's just like, I don't know, it's just how my brain works. But people have asked me a lot in the past, like, where do you get your confidence? Like, teach me how to be, you know, um, more sure of myself or more in tune with my gut or my intuition or my desires, my wants. Like, how do you get there? And I think this metaphor is just like a great way of explaining like it's all it's there. Like you are a confident person innately, like deep, deep inside you have confidence within you and you have your gut is talking to you and you have to just sit back and listen and then listen and actually trust whatever it is your gut tells you. Um, Another thing is recognize and realize that you've had it all along and it's outside things that actually came in and impacted your ability to grow those petals back like I know it sounds stupid like metaphors can sound sometimes really silly but I think it's so helpful like if you've gone through your whole life thinking you're just this green stem and you don't have the ability to grow these petals because society has told you over and over again that you're not good enough and you need to do better and as a woman um, you need to look a certain way and act a certain way and do all these things if you get told that long enough then you're gonna start to believe it and forget that you have the ability and the capacity to have that confidence and I think it's just so important to even just recognize that because once you recognize it it's harder for it to happen again so once you realize and recognize that it's not your fault there's nothing wrong with you it's really your surroundings that you've been digesting (laughs) really um, whether that's the media or whatever 
um, and you realize that it's a lot harder for those things to take those petals away from you again. So I think it's just so important to have these conversations with women around you and to be open and honest about it, to be like, yeah, I go through these things from the outside. People might think that I'm very confident. Um, I hear that a lot and I'm always surprised every single time because I don't think I'm as confident as I want to be or that I used to be or whatever. Like when I was a kid, um, when I was a kid, I'd like run around literally giving zero shits about what anybody thought. Even in high school, I don't think I let um, that high school mentality get to me until like later on in high school. Like I didn't care what people thought of me. I was blissfully unaware (laughs) of my, um, I don't know, social status, anything like that. Like I just think it's so important for us to remember that like we get told how to behave certain ways and then we decide to not decide to but we end up listening to it and it's not actually our own brain telling us that we're fat we're ugly we're not good enough all these things it's actually been like drilled into us from outside so once you realize and recognize that it's a lot harder for it to happen again you kind of realize you you see the bullshit as it comes so you know if it's a relationship thing you see the red flags in a relationship a lot earlier once you've like experienced it if you've never experienced it you don't know so you let them take the petals from you you take them you let them question yourself you let them take away that confidence little by little but once you realize that it's not going to happen as easily And then in the context of like body image, once you realize and understand why societal standards and societal pressures affect us in this way, it's definitely still hard work to go against it just because it's all around us. But you are able to be conscious about it and recognize that we have control to like change the narrative on how we talk to ourselves and our bodies, how we see ourselves and accept ourselves and love our body for what it can do for us rather than just basing it solely on like societal standards of beauty. And I think it's just really important like in those two, especially those topics, like whether it's relationships or body image or like self-confidence, to remember that we have the capacity to treat ourselves a lot better than what society has trained us to do so. I think we lose our confidence for a lot of reasons. Like I said earlier, um, society and all sorts of things, external factors in our environment that impact us in different ways. Um, But a big thing with trusting your gut and listening to your gut that I think that correlates to confidence is I think when we lose our confidence, we also lose our trust in ourselves and our own ability to make decisions or make choices and basically just be in constant fear of making the wrong decision or doing the wrong thing um, for whatever reason that might be whatever the pressure comes from it could be an internalized pressure from external sources it could be an external pressure that is constantly there you know whether it's your relationship your family friendships society work anything um i think our ability to trust ourselves gets lower and that in turn lowers our confidence so that's why i wanted to talk about it hand in hand i was going to do two separate episodes about this but i was like no it's like the same thing i have more confidence in myself the more i trust myself and i trust myself the more i have confidence in myself like they're totally correlated and I think it's just a really important thing to think about and talk about because we lose our confidence 
for whatever reason, like I said, the list is endless. And because of that, we lose our ability to trust our gut. And when we don't trust our gut, that's when things turn really slippery. And all the episodes I've talked about so far, you know, based on your your needs, wants, desires, you're setting your boundaries, recognizing love bombing, you're exploring your identity, um, body love, burnout, work-life balance, timeline, societal pressures, literally all of that, like perfectionism, productivity, all those things really boils down to listening to your gut at the end of the day. Because what is listening to your gut? It's listening to what your body, mind, soul needs. And if we don't have confidence and we don't recognize that we can rebuild that confidence and rebuild that trust within ourselves, then we fall into this pattern and cycle of not listening to our needs, wants, desires, or addressing the perfectionism within us or anything like that. So anything I talk, everything I talk about, it's all interlaced with each other and linked in a way where if we address that trust, if we address if there's a weak spot, maybe it's in relationships, maybe it's with work issues, what maybe it's with um, boundaries in family structures, whatever that weak and I put weak in quotes because it's not really weak. It's just a place where it's not as, um, I guess, mindful. And whenever, wherever you like identify where that spot is and you work towards it to build a more fulfilling relationship, fulfilling work life, whatever it is, then we start to trust ourselves more. And it's like this process that really just helps each other and like feeds each other if you think of these two processes as two separate things and I guess going with the plant analogy (laughs) if you water one plant and they're you know they're in the same pot right these two plants are potted in the same pot you water one and that in turn waters the other and it's equal that makes no sense (laughs) that makes absolutely no sense what am I talking about Okay, no, I have a point. (laughs) So basically what I'm saying is when you nurture one aspect of your life, the other things around it also gets nurtured. Yeah, see? Boom. Okay, I made it work. (laughs) Um, Can you tell that I don't prep any of these and I just talk off the cuff? Um, Okay, so for example, one of the biggest things that I've done for myself in the last year since moving back to BC is creating time for play. And we as adults forget to play all the time. We don't think it's a thing. As a kid, there's literal time specifically for playing. (laughs) You have play time where you get to play with toys, where you get to just like be creative, do whatever to like take up time just for the sake of taking up time. And as adults, we forget to do that. And this goes back to my productivity episode where we think that we can't just enjoy just for the sake of enjoying things. We have to be productive or we have to be good at it or it needs to mean something or whatever. Um, But like, for example, I posted this TikTok about me going to the beach and picking up rocks. So my mom and I, when I was a kid, we would go to the beach in North Vancouver in Deep Cove and I would literally scour the beach for like different color rocks. I would try to lift big boulders because under them they'd be these like tiny crabs and you like watch them scurry away and it's super fun. I wouldn't pick them up because I would be too scared but I would do that and I would just to like see how they move with their little legs and like see the little um 
different color rocks and I wonder why they're different colors and I just like got to like hang out and usually my mom was having coffee with like a friend or she was just watching me and sometimes she would come and look for what rocks with me and the other day she and her and I went for a walk and we did the same thing like we weren't we hadn't planned it or anything but we were like it's a beautiful day it's sunny we don't get a lot of those here in bc in the winter time so let's go to the beach and let's go by the ocean so we went for our walk and i started i saw this really cool looking rock and i was like mom look and then we started talking about how i used to do this as a kid and her and i started looking and we looked not for like a super long time but we just found all these rocks and we admired them and looked at them and then we went home and the next day i went for a walk with my very good friend and after her and i I went on our walk um, and caught up a little bit. She went home and I stayed to kind of enjoy the view a little longer. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go to the beach and find some more cool rocks just to look at and maybe take some pictures of. And I ended up taking a video of the process and I posted it online because I was like, I think it's so important for us to remember to take time to like literally just go enjoy something for no reason whatsoever and I filmed it and I guess that was kind of like me being productive (laughs) posting something but I filmed it because I wanted to just show that it's okay to take 30 minutes out of your day to go do something super random that you would when you were eight years old um as a 30 year old like there's nothing wrong with that So I think incorporating play into your life, and for me, that is not only going on walks and finding cool rocks, (laughs) Um, but for me, it's mainly dance. Like, dance is my very main source of playing and being creative and being silly and not caring and all these things, and exercise, but it's like, because I go to fuel this part of myself that craves playing creativity it also fuels my like socializing like I get to hang out with people I meet new people I make connections I'm exercising so my body gets like a good workout like there's so many benefits to it right so the point is (laughs) my the initial analogy I tried to make with the two plants in the same pot is like basically if we're a pot and we have all these different plants within us and each plant represents a part of our life that needs nurturing nurturing one usually ends up in nurturing another but the problem is when we stop nurturing that plant and we start to actually care about the pot and you know making money so that we can buy a pot that has like beautiful designs on it and we want to switch it out and we um, think that the more money we make, we can make like get like a gold pot and a bigger pot and we can transfer all our plants into that and that's better because it looks cooler on the outside. But if we're not watering any of the plants on the inside, doesn't matter how nice and pretty the pot is on the outside, the plants inside are going to be shriveled up and dead or like just little green sticks in the air that don't grow and flourish. Whereas you could have like a totally basic terracotta pot that does serves its purpose and is totally good enough to hold all the plants and you focus on the soil that goes in you focus on watering it you focus on placing that pot in a sunny window that's what makes the plants grow and flourish and then this pot becomes like it the you know the like I want you to envision a pot that has plants like overgrowing over it and like spilling over top like the string of hearts or pearls I don't know whatever it's called and then there's all these different things on it it's beautiful and green and lush you're not caring about what the pot looks like you look at the plants and you look how amazing that looks see boom made the analogy work awesome anyway so basically this episode was just all about plants and 
pots <laughs> and analogies on those, which is very ironic because I am very bad at gardening and <laughs> most of my plants die because I overwater or underwater or any of these things. But I am my favorite plant and I water and take care of the soul instead of caring too much about the outside, which is the pot. Oh my gosh. This analogy went from like almost meaning nothing to meaning exactly what I meant it to mean. <laughs> and I'm not going to cut any of that stuff in the middle out. I was like, I'm going to just cut it out. It's fine. But no, I'm going to keep it in so you can see where my thought process goes through. Anyway, so that is it for me today. I wanted to keep it short and sweet as per usual. I hit 900 overall listens on my Spotify. So thank you all so, so much for listening. Um, it's not just Spotify. It counts. I think it counts Apple Podcasts as well. It's the Anchor app, like how I actually upload everything. Um, I've actually had some questions on starting a podcast. So if anyone's interested, I am going to be doing like a quick TikTok um, Instagram reel on the basics of a podcast and what you need, the equipment, all that kind of stuff. So look out for that. My Instagram and TikTok are both unpacking potato, all one word. And yeah, that's it for me today. Thank you so much for spending your time with me. And as per usual, if you're listening to this in the day, I hope you have a great day. If you're listening to it in the evening, I hope you have a very restful night of sleep and I'll catch you next time. Bye. Thank you to my partner Vince again for the wonderful music. And today's episode was brought to you by breakfast potatoes because I had some at brunch today, which was absolutely amazing. And I wanted to do um, a quick small business shout out. I always talk about dancing, but I don't think I've actually ever talked about where I dance. Um, so special shout out to Valley Girls Dance and Candice. It is an amazing experience. If you have not tried it yet and you're in the Comox Valley, I highly, highly recommend it. There are training programs every four weeks usually for people that are new to check it out. And the show is in April. Um, if you weren't at the December show or if you didn't stream it online, it was an incredible show, just like the most amazing experience and to be part of it, to perform. Um, but our audience really had an amazing time as well. So April 22nd is our spring one. So if you're in the Comox Valley area or even if you're not it is available online as a live stream as well so keep an eye out for that but I wanted to give her a big shout out Valley Girls Dance on Instagram go give her some love